Yes, with yes. with some of my classes, I was one of those. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna go there. Why not? Other professors were willing to do it for you. Why weren't you willing to do for, uh, to, for them? To work on Canvas? Yeah. Or to, Blackboard, whatever. Uh, well, Blackboard, because for us it was Blackboard. Um, because uh, several reasons. Students had all the material. Um, slides were printed out and given to them. So there was, I killed so many trees. You know, yeah, I don't get it when sometimes professors will print everything out for you. And then there are some students in the class that are just like, Oh, well, I didn't have enough material. I didn't have this and that. It's like the professor gave us everything we needed. Like, how do you not have that? Because I don't think the professor's going to waste their time printing all this stuff if it's not, it's, it's like, not important. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's no, necessary yeah, for the I, I was one of those things where they would just hand out stuff, and I was like, what the hell is this? So I was like, whatever, it's done. I just shoved it in my backpack, never see it again until, like, the end of the school year. And now it's like they hand you stuff. It's like, what is this? Like, okay, I need to it is this. the answers for the test. <laughs> Literally, yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and you know, do do take in consideration the fact that some of some professors, not me, some professors, <laughs> only weigh your grade on a midterm and a final. Yeah. Okay. No, we'll just count those too. Um, like the most, fact that it's points. it's the only thing you have a midterm and a final. Um, my history professor at Monsac, gosh, what was his name that I ended up seeing in a bar a couple years ago? Oh my gosh, how? Oh yeah, isn't it so funny when you see a professor somewhere in public? <laughs> I haven't seen any of them. I know, like, I saw, I saw one of my professors at Harkins. Like, low-key, I was at the point where I was like, I, I, you know, I, I talked to my partner at that time. I was like, should we buy him a drink? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, like, truth and sorry, I was such a bright <laughs> you know? Here's a, here's a shout-out tequila. <laughs> I know. So... It is actually also an encounter that I myself encountered this year with my students because, like I said, we're so close in ages. Some of my students who were over the age of 21, um, you know, they were like, they're like, oh, they're like, where do you go, you know, play poker? And then I was all like, you're not, no. You don't, you don't, because my personality in the classroom is so different than you know my personal personality when i'm out at a poker table uh-huh. so my personal personality with my friends is what you're going to get at, at the poker table mm-hmm. you know except that at a poker table everybody's talking smack to everybody right and right. i'm just sitting there and i'm like i am mentally judging <laughs> <laughs> you know but um so so that is an encounter that i i i have had you know with students and they're like oh well we want to go and i'm like uh no sit down no (laughs) this is my time away from you has anyone followed you from the school campus all the way to you know this place oh what what i'm I'm just saying i mean (laughs) what okay look then she would have a stalker in her class if that was the case oh god i would have known it (laughs) like what are you talking about did someone follow you do you follow your professors oh no don't follow your professors who following their professors here i have become really good friends with a handful of professors from mount sac actually whom are the professors who advocated for me to get my tenure position at mount sac so um, 
I I've been invited to you know their kids' weddings. <laughs> quinceañeras. I actually ended up making cake pops for a quinceañera for one of the professors Aww. last year. Um, but that didn't happen until after I transferred out of the community college into the, the four year university. Um, but for the four year university, no. I ha I have never followed one of my professors, um, and I did have. Honestly, me neither. I don't have time to follow anyone. Why would I follow anyone? Yeah, I'm like. I mean, look, look, I don't need to follow anybody because okay, now we okay. have yellow pages and white pages online. Yeah. No, okay, but here's the thing: like they were really curious to know where you actually played poker. So they would said, you know what? Let's just go follow her just to see where she goes to play. I mean, you know. Because after I, they didn't have that kind of time. Okay, uh, because after after they um, after they got out of my class, I myself still went to two classes. Mm, you know, right, yeah. which means that um, I wouldn't leave campus until six o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock at night. Which me and my class with them would end at you know three three forty five. So it's like they had to wait around for two hours and fifteen minutes for me to get out, hop in my car, and. You know, given the fact that at Cal Poly, the parking lot is a mile long from wherever your class is. Yeah. So you have another 15 minutes there. So you're looking at two hours and a half just to go follow your professor for another half an hour to her destination where she's going to go and be like, I fold, I rise, I call. Yeah. You know? Poker talk. <laughs> so, yeah. With that being said, I think with life after high school whatever who has time to do that nowadays because people after high school you're either working, working. part-time going to school maybe you have a second job maybe you gotta go home and help you know the family whatever it is like who has time to do that though? so my question is have we all been because you mentioned work have we all been working through college yes 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 what is your guys' advice on that for students um, you know what? Right after high school, I would say just go to school and just knock everything out. Cause I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have just gone to school. I agree. Not gotten a job. Maybe like maybe two years afterwards. But you know, that's just my point of view. I mean, okay. So I wasn't in a position where I could not have a job. I needed. I needed a job. But I do wish I didn't invest so much time working versus like putting school aside because there was a time I started taking less classes so I could work more so I can make more money that that is why I took four years at Mount Sac because I was comfortable with my you know going to work more instead of investing in school but like you said like I wish I did it differently now because my younger sisters they knocked it out granted everyone's you know level different. Of, yeah. yeah is different but like I would have rather much done it, you know, gotten out of there quicker. No, yeah. And with that, I mean, right after high school, my parents were like, either you go to school or you work. And that's a very Hispanic thing to do. Yeah. You know, so, I, I, I myself, I'm Hispanic. And um, it, it also has a lot to do with the, the different levels of education that you have. Yeah. And my parents were really supportive. They said, if you want to go to school, go to school. But you also mm-hmm. need to get a job. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And obviously, I didn't go to school right away. And I kind of regret that now. <laughs> But, you know, it happens. But now, I mean, like you, I got a job. I got comfortable. I was making money. And I put school aside, and I wish I hadn't done that. Now I'm actually trying to balance both out by going to school and going to work and trying to work and go to school. 
I'm trying to break even, but it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw that during my fall semester last year. I was tra- uh, I was taking, what, 12 units? Mm-hmm. And basically, that killed me in a way. So I'm taking a, a full load of classes this semester, but I'm actually seeing what class I'm going to drop and what classes I need and go from there. I'm not going to take all those classes because I know I'm not going to, you know, yeah. complete them, but yeah. With me, my parents, they always encourage me to go to school. Um, my parents are the, those very typical Mexican parents that I did not come to this country for you to go to school. I did not come to this country for you to do less than what I did. So no, my parents were like that too. Like you're supposed to do better than us, and obviously, right. So and, and I know that a lot. And you know, this is 2019, and no matter what generation you ask of freshly graduated high schools, any Latino student, any you know Hispanic student. Um, they're going to tell you it's a similar story you know it, it's always the my parents say you know they didn't come to the it's it's like mm-hmm. the never-ending story the never-ending song and you're gonna tell those to your kids and it's gonna go on like oh that. knock on wood I have okay. children <laughs> that's Anyways. another story for another day <laughs> but um with me um I know that for many students financial aid plays a big big role um so, you know, for those students who, who are just graduating high school, they're like, I can't afford college, so I have to go to work. Look into financial aid. Yeah. Please, please, yeah. please look into financial aid. Um, contact someone, you know, there's always going to be somebody. Your professors, I go back to them, they're most likely also going to be the ones that are going to lead you in the right way and... Uh, although Lua was never my student. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> uh, yes, please. Um, he he knows that I have been here to, you know, aid him. No, she helped me a lot. Obviously, <laughs> when I have questions, she helped me with my financial aid. Yeah. Too. So, and it's ironic, the fact that somebody who has not received financial aid knows so much about financial aid. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> yeah. Never? Never. So, oh. I have paid for my education completely out of pocket. Um, uh, it wasn't until I started at Cal Poly in 2017 that I did have to acquire student loans. Mm. So that's what scares me though, student loans. I just dealt with that right now before I got here. And let me tell you guys, I was stressed out. Okay. I was stressed. So don't be afraid of student loans. Okay. Do not be afraid of student loans. There is a way to pay off your student loans. Get as many credit cards as possible. Max them out pay off those student loans with those credit cards because the interest on your credit card is going to be about 95% less than what it's going to be on your student loans. We're talking to freshly like kids that are going from high school to college. They don't care. As soon as they get a credit card, they'll start using it for anything. I mean, that's what happened with me. Yeah, well, that's why why you don't get the credit card until after you graduate. (laughs) So, So we, you know... Especially when you go to a four-year, um, my tuition itself was about $6,000 a semester when Cal Poly switched over to semesters, and it was about $4,000 when it was in a quarter system. Yeah, that's... So, it, so it sounds about right. Sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and how did I pay for that? Um, partially, it was through a trust fund, and partially, it was through student loans. Okay, so what do you think about that? Uh, I don't know if it's a law or uh, talking about making community colleges free. How would that what? work? What? 
I am. But then again, I, I'm, I not current. Have, I'm not current. It sounds like a good idea, but at the same time, you'll have those students that are, you know, just go to school, waste time, and then end up dropping out. Yeah. So how would that work? Because we definitely see, we have all seen that, I'm sure, at Mountain Sac. You see those people who are just sitting there and they're like, I'm here because my mom said I can't stay. Yeah, Yeah. like, can't stay at home doing nothing. So here I am in class doing nothing. So do you want my professor point of view or do you want my... Both. Both. Okay. Both. My student point of view, no. Why is that? My student point of view is no because it's not fair. I paid for my education. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Let's let's say... No, no, no. So let me tell you why. Um, because I have seen it in my class, in, um, my classroom with classmates when I was still a student, um, where I have, I have classmates who are going to school and they're taking the same class for the third time because, oh, I slept through the class. Oh, you know, if you, if you don't pay for something, you don't appreciate that thing. That's true. 100%. So it's the same thing with education. I know education is expensive. I do completely understand. Trust me, I understand that more than anybody could think. But as a student, I say no, don't do it. There, there should always be a fee. Because as it is now with financial aid and the poverty line being so low, more and more students are qualifying for financial aid. Mm-hmm. You know, So financial aid... It just technically gives away the classes for them. It pays their tuition. Mm-hmm. Some students, yeah, they have to pay a certain fee, you know. But like at the community colleges, I know it's like about forty eight bucks, like for your like mm-hmm. your health fee. Yeah. And- well, when I started at Mount Sac, it was only I did not pay for like anything really. I just paid for my books, but I didn't have to pay for my classes because I did receive financial aid. And that only that little fee mm-hmm. at first it was like twelve dollars twenty four and then it went to forty eight. But I mean that's not. But it's still you know you're putting you're you're paying forty eight dollars every sixteen weeks. Yeah. You know if you go through just the recommended mm-hmm. you know um, um, semesters. So as a student, I say no because like I said, I've seen it time and time again where where classmates, you know, they're like, "Oh, I'll just take it next semester." Like it's they're so nonchalant about yeah. it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. You know. I post with me, they're like, "Why are you packing so many classes?" I'm like, "Because I pay for my education out of pocket." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "That's why because I am giving away 6 to 6 grand yeah. every semester." Yeah. You know, so you need to pay. So I need to pay. You know, so like I said, I did. I did end up acquiring student loans, um, but my student loans is not that much. I think I have like maybe ten grand in student loans, which okay, so, is pretty good. So what about nothing. your professor point of view? From my professor point of view, you think it's a good idea? I think no? it's a good idea because I have unfortunately seen students who are like. I can't afford to come back next semester. Um, You know? And so it breaks my heart. And honestly, I'm like, if I had the money to pay for their tuition, if I wasn't paying my own tuition, I would pay the tuition for those students who would come up to me and be like, Professor, I can't do it. Because I go back to, the the students are going to entrust the professors first. You know? So um, I would definitely, if I if I had the the financial means to be able to help those students who would come come to me and be like, I don't think I'm going to be able to come back, 
I would definitely be like, you know what, sign up for the classes, don't worry about your tuition, we'll take care of it somehow. Yeah. You know, now I would pay for the, definitely pay for the tuition out of pocket. Yeah. But I do think that, that as a professor, I do think that every student has the, should have the possibility to go to, to go and receive an education without having to worry about it, mm-hmm. you know, um, because a lot of these students, um, UCLA's, a lot of like things like 75% of UCLA students are homeless wow. because there's no housing mm-hmm. because the housing is so expensive, Yeah, you know, and as a professor to know the fact that my students are sleeping in their car, it's heartbreaking, mm-hmm. you know. You know what's crazy? What this reminds, uh, it just makes me think of, uh, what's that girl's name? Olivia Jade and Lori Laughlin, uh, celebrities. Oh, the one that, the whole scandal about UCLA. Yes, yes. Full house. You know, uh, (laughs) there was like this, um, little, I don't know, literature that I read in English when I was taking English. It was like, uh, college for the elite or elite colleges. So it's, it's like what you were saying. Like, it's just so sad. There are so many people who want to be going to school mm-hmm. and they just can't afford it. And then we have people who can afford, afford it, it and, and don't, don't want to go. Mm-hmm. It, take advantage yeah. for, like, you know, the opportunities that they're given. And it's just so sad. So financially definitely does help out a lot, you yeah. know, with, uh, with, with, with uh, schooling. If you guys, you know, if you guys are students and you guys do come across that um, I'm sleeping in my car sort of thing, um, certain schools, libraries are open 24 hours. Yeah. You know. That is true. And then I'm, oh, sorry, uh sorry. So, you know, so, and this is, you know, coming from a a professor, swiping your ID, sleep in there because you're going to be 10,000 times safer in that computer lab and they're not going to kick you out because you're a student mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so especially during you know during the winter mm-hmm. you know during the winter you run the risk of hypothermia and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. you know here in california it gets freezing cold yeah yeah you know? so um which you know it, it also comes down to food um mm-hmm. a lot of schools do food pantries on campus that's true. Yeah. They, do, they do it on Tuesdays, I think, over at Mount Sinai. So oh, really? A lot of people mm-hmm. go, but if people need it, I'm just like, no, hey, Tuesdays. Just yeah, and so, and even here in in California, um, there's there's a lot of, of uh, food banks. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a lot, a lot of food banks. So um, that that's always definitely a plus. And in reality, a lot, because I used to volunteer at one of these food banks, um, a lot of the people who come in are elderly and college students. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, unfortunately, yeah, it is one it's of those. Sad truth. Yeah, the sad truth. Life after high school. That is all life after high school. It's, it's all the stuff that you have to, you know, think about. Yeah. I think, well, because in high school for me, I mean, I, I'm a lower middle class I want to say maybe lower class I don't know but pretty poor pretty poor my family was pretty poor (laughs) Asian and I grew up in an area like Chino Hills where it is extremely upper middle class or upper class and it's like hard because in high school you know you don't want to say those things because you know you ruin your image and like what you like who you are and whatever 
But then, like, when you get out of high school, it's like, oh, shoot, like, I'm still dealing with this. Like, it goes on into college and have I pay for college and who do I go to and all this stuff. And, you know, it's it's hard because it's like, okay, you got to face it now. There's no hiding behind, you know, anything. So, I don't know. I feel like after high school, it all really just is exposed. And you kind of just have to, I think... Part of growing up is learning how to deal with that, but also learning how to accept that and, you know, go from there. But I don't know. I mean, in life, for me, in high school, I went to a school where it was... I grew up in a suburb. I grew up in a high school in an area that is predominantly Caucasian. Um... (laughs) I actually had a professor whom shall not be named <laughs> I Cal Poly who he told me he's like oh he's like I'm Hispanic you know, I'm Mexican and he's like you don't know what it is to be Mexican he's like because he grew up in a white neighborhood oh he, he would like he'd be lecturing because I was taking like a Chicano. white professor no 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 he was oh, Mexican oh, okay. he's like I was taking like, Chicano Chicano issues and something like that I don't remember what the class it was um and every time he would say, like, oh, Mexicans, we run through these problems. And he'd be like, oh, Anna, you don't know what that means. He's like, you... you specifically you? Specific, oh, yeah, specifically me. Man, and then it was me, because I'm, you know, from Laverne. And then my friend, um, Alex, he was sitting all the way to the other side. And he's from Rancho Cucamonga. So I'm like, so you're signaling me out, but he grew up in a suburb too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, but, yeah, he, he like... I think I would leave that class crying every single day because there was always, I, he made me feel inferior, uh-huh. you know, because he, you know, it made me feel like I was less Mexican than everybody else because yeah. I wasn't going through those issues. I think that's a terrible thing to do. It doesn't matter where you're coming from. I mean, we all run, you know, face issues like that. Yeah. Maybe some more than others, but still. Yeah. But, you know, it, it was, it's, it was a learning experience. Um... After that, the the professor, he was like, oh, he's like, I know you're going to go far. You know, he's like, I know, he's like, I know that this is not where you're going to stop. And yeah, lo and behold, you hear me, you know, I'll be oh, starting my doctorate soon. So. Then why was he digging at you? Because he... <laughs> what was that for then? Like, because, yeah. <laughs> because, because we were, because I'm Mexican, but he's like, you grew up, you know, you're white Mexican. You're a whitewash Mexican. You know, I hate when people put that in front of some race. Like, my, like, okay, my dad said it. My dad grew up in the Philippines. My mom grew up in the Philippines. And I said something, and my dad was like, that is the whitewashed Filipino in you. And I was like, Dad, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know. I feel I would have been super offended if anyone said that to yeah. me. Yeah. So I'm just like I hate it when people say that. Like your professor, like just because you grew up here doesn't he, mean you he don't target, know. What it is he to targeted be. me a lot for the reason that you know he he started asking. He's like, oh well, what are you guys' families like? They go to school, and I'm like, well, yeah, my dad has a master's in engineering. My mom has a bachelor's in bilingual secretarialism. You know, so she's a so he's a like. Oh, like, yeah, you definitely don't know what that feels like. And I'm like, you don't know. I'm like, just because I grew up in a white neighborhood doesn't mean that my Mexican experience is a lot less valuable than yours. Wait, wait, wait. Back up, rewind real quick. Because Lou and I just kind of gave each other a look. Like, what does that mean? 
What's your mom's degree in? She's a bilingual sec. It's bilingual secretarialism, which is that she is a bilingual secretary in Mexico. Oh, okay. So bilingual secretary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you know? Because you gave me a look I like know, what? I was like, what? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking, what was what? So think about it as a uh, as a journalist. Think about it as journalism, but in an off like in an office setting, especially more targeted towards American embassies and. Um, so she had to learn English. I'm she had to learn English. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm guessing she got her bachelor's over there too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, so yeah. So it, it's like it's like business administration per se. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but but he 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 did target me for that matter. But afterwards, he, afterwards he was like, oh, he's like, I heard that, you know, you did like uh, all of these conferences and symposiums, and I'm like, yeah, I did. And he's like, I he's like, I know you were gonna go far. He's like, I knew you were gonna go far. He's like, I just. I never said anything. He's like, because I didn't want to like fluff your ego. Oh, 